Greetings, viewers and listeners. We are here for another episode of All Things Faith Walk, and I want to thank you so much for joining me. My name is Rosemary Downer. The name of this show is, as I said, All Things Faith Walk. You can find the audio anywhere podcasts are broadcast, and you can find the video, which you are probably doing now, on YouTube. And the name of the channel is All Things Faith Walk. In the video description, I will share a link and I'll share a QR code of um, that will take you to my website with my books that I've written and how you can access those resources. I have some books there that you may find interesting. If you have not listened to an episode before, I'm encouraging you to like, I'm encouraging you to share when you hear it and you like it. I'm also encouraging you to subscribe. Um, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram at Books by Rosemary or Books by Rosemary Downer. All right. So um, make comments as well. Share with me how you've experienced the Holy Spirit. This is part two of a three part series on the person of the Holy Spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit, where I am sharing that Holy Spirit is God. And I'm sharing that Holy Spirit is a person, not a thing. And today I'm going to go through five additional characteristics of the Holy Spirit. I want to share with you that the Holy Spirit is not a thing. The Holy Spirit is a person. And so the first question I ask is, is the Holy Spirit God? And yes, the Holy Spirit is God. In fact, the Holy Spirit is a person I sometimes refer to the Holy Spirit as Holy Spirit. I take off the word the, because the makes it sound like a thing or an inanimate object. Holy Spirit is God. God is a person. And so Holy Spirit is God and God is Holy Spirit. In most Christian denominations, Holy Spirit is the third person of the Holy Trinity. Um, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So whether he's first, second, or third, that's not my issue. My issue is that Holy Spirit is a part of the Trinity. He is, is God himself. So along with God the Father and God the Son, which is Jesus Christ, and God the Spirit, you see Holy Spirit in there, right? God the Father, God the Son, God the Spirit. God is the Father. God is the Son. God is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is, is fully God. The Holy Spirit is, is, is a call, call, has authority like God. The Holy Spirit knows everything like God. The Holy Spirit is omnip omnipresent like God. can be everywhere at the same time like God. Omnipotent like God. Has the power to do the same thing God can do. The Holy Spirit is God. So because Holy Spirit is God, is the reason why we refer to Holy Spirit as a person, as he, not it. He's all powerful, all knowing, ever present. He's from the beginning. We see in Genesis 1, 2, that when the earth was formless and empty, dark covered the surface of the deep, that the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. From the beginning, when the earth was formless and empty, the Spirit of God, which is Holy Spirit, was hovering over the waters. So the Spirit of God was present at the beginning and was involved in creation. 
Psalm 33 verse 6 says, by the word of the Lord were the heavens made. By the word of the Lord were the heavens made and all the host of them by the breath of his mouth, the spirit that came out of him. So his spirit, his word, his spirit was there from the beginning to create the heavens. Holy Spirit is not new on the scene. He's God. God has no beginning. God has no end. Holy Spirit has no beginning. Holy Spirit has no end. He was sent after Jesus left to fill the void that Jesus left. But that doesn't mean he was created to be sent. He has no beginning. Has no beginning. So let's look at Acts 5, where we see Ananias and his wife sold a property to give the money to the church. They lied about how much they sold the property for and withheld a portion of the money. Peter said to them that Satan had filled Ananias' heart to lie to who? The Holy Spirit. That's verse three. And then in verse four, he says that Ananias had lied to God. Now, he's not contradicting himself. What he's really saying is, if you lie to God, you lie to Holy Spirit. And if you lie to Holy Spirit, you lie to God. Why? Because God is Holy Spirit. All three in one. When it comes to um, the Trinity, I call it a mystery. Sometimes we try to figure it out and we can't figure it out because mystery, it's a hidden truth. The truth is there, but the father has chosen to hide it from us until we get to the other side. I believe it's going to be made plain and straight to us when we get to the other side, right? So now Mark 1, we see distinct. Acts showed us that God is spirit and spirit is God. In Mark 1, when Jesus was baptized, we see the three distinctly separate. So as Jesus was coming out of the water being baptized, the spirit descended on him like a dove. The spirit descended on him like a dove. Then a voice of the father, the voice of the father came out of heaven. So the father spoke. The spirit came on him like a dove. The father spoke. And the father said, this is my beloved son, Jesus Christ, in whom I'm well pleased. You see the three entities separate. But in Acts 5, you see God being the spirit and the spirit being God. So we see that they can be the same and they can be different, but God is a spirit and the spirit is God. So we refer to the spirit, Holy Spirit, as a person. Now, when I say Holy Spirit is a person, I'm not saying he's a human being. Neither am I saying he has a physical body like we do. What I'm saying is that Holy Spirit has a mind and he has a personality. He has a uniqueness about him that defines him. He has a way that he operates. He has a way that he speaks. He has a way that he thinks, he wills, he feels, we'll see that. Because in this episode, I'm going to talk about an additional five characteristics of Holy Spirit. In part one, if you have not heard that, you can get it on YouTube or anywhere podcasts are aired, that the five first characteristics I talk about, and today we're going to talk about another five. In part one, the five characteristics I spoke about is the fact that Holy Spirit has a mind, and I referenced Romans 8, 27. He has a will, 1 Corinthians 12, verse 11. He leads, that is Galatians 5, 18. He teaches, John 14, 26. He convicts, John 16, verse 8. 
And today we're going to look at six, five more characteristics. Number one, he guides, John 16, 13. He strengthens and encourages, Acts 9, verse 31. He helps believers in their weaknesses. Thanks be to God, Romans 8, verse 26. He intercedes for believers. Thanks be to God, Romans 8, 26. He testifies, Romans 8, verse 16. I thank the Lord for Holy Spirit. Honestly, I don't know who I would be. I don't know where I would be. I don't know what would happen to me if it wasn't for the help I receive from Holy Spirit. He's our paraclete helper. He comes alongside us and helps us through this walk. So now let's get into looking at the passages of scripture that talk about the five characteristics of Holy Spirit that I will be talking about today. First, the Holy Spirit guides. John 16, verse 13. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. He partners with God the Father. He partners with Jesus Christ. This is his spirit comes out of him. It's God himself. So it cannot be separate from God. He never contradicts his source. He can't contradict his source. God the Father is his source. Hallelujah. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Holy Spirit is a guide. He's a navigation system. He's a revealer of all truth. We looked last time that he leads that he teaches. We're learning here that Holy Spirit guides. Have you ever needed guidance and looked to the Lord and you get the inclination, you get the inspiration, you get the revelation, you get the direction from God as to what to do. That's Holy Spirit guiding you. That's Holy Spirit showing you what to do next. That's Holy Spirit showing you what not to do. That's God guiding you. We use it interchangeably. God told me, God guided me. Holy Spirit told me, Holy Spirit guided me. Same thing. God is Holy Spirit. And Holy Spirit guides. God guides. Now, the second one. Holy Spirit strengthens and encourages. Acts 9 verse 31. Then the church throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria enjoyed a time of peace and was strengthened. Living in the fear of the Lord and encouraged by the Holy Spirit, it increased in numbers and encouraged by the Holy Spirit. The church increased in numbers. How many of you would have given up already, thrown in the towel if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit encouraging you? I can speak for myself. I would have a different life experience if I didn't have Holy Spirit in my life to strengthen me and encourage me. Holy Spirit, we see here in Acts 9, 31, encourage the church, the body of Christ, the believers throughout Judea, Galilee, and Samaria. They enjoyed a time of peace and were strengthened by the Holy Spirit. And in the fear of the Lord was encouraged by Holy Spirit. Amen. He's an encourager. He's a strength giver. When we are weak, we can lean on him. We can call on him and he will strengthen and encourage us. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I thank the Lord for Holy Spirit. Join me in thanking the Lord 
before Holy Spirit. Get to know him. Get to know him. Use the help that he comes to give you. Fold him in your life. Make him a pivotal part of your life. Know that you can't do without him. You need him. I need him. Third point, Holy Spirit helps believers in their weakness. Holy Spirit helps believers in their weakness. The first part of Romans 8.26 says, in the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. Uh, I am weak, but thou art strong. Holy Spirit is strong, but we are weak. And he is here to help us in our weakness. We can't make this journey on our own. We can't make this journey in our strength. We can't do the things of the Lord in natural strength. He, we are weak. We are fallible. We are flawed. We are broken. We are ignorant without him. He is our strength. He is our strength in times of weakness. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. No matter what your struggle is, no matter where you are struggling to overcome, to be victorious, Holy Spirit can be your strength in this time of weakness. Wherever you are weak, call upon him, be transparent with him, talk to him, invite him in your space. Call up on him for the help you need. He is your strength in the time of weakness. Next point. This is point number four. Holy Spirit intercedes for believers. I have gotten to the place where I was in so much pain, not physical pain, that I couldn't pray. I've gotten to that place. I in, I'm in the place of prayer. I'm in the position of prayer, but I couldn't pray. Holy Spirit did the praying through me. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. This is the first part. The second part of the same verse, Romans 8, 26 says, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there. Wordless groans. The Holy Spirit prays through us, making intercession for us. Sounds that you don't understand. Expressions that are not verbalizations, but they are sounds that the Holy Spirit is making through you that the Father understands. I praise God. I don't know about you, but I thank God for the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I thank him that he can work through me can speak through me. He can pray for me, through me. He intercedes for us. He prays for us. Is this a thing or a person? Does this sound like a thing or a person? Holy Spirit is a person. He intercedes for us. And finally, Holy Spirit testifies. Now, let me quickly explain what testify means in this verse. First, the verse says, the Spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. The spirit himself testifies with our spirit that we are God's children. So testify here means God communicates from his spirit to our spirit that we are his. He confirms. He's a witness to the fact that we are his spirit. His spirit keeps communicating to us over and over that we belong to God's family now that we are in Christ. So the spirit assures us, that's testify, assures us that we are God's. 
confirms, testifies, witnesses to the fact, bears witness that we are God's. He confirms to us what is true and some deep and unspoken, in, in some deep and unspoken level. So it's not that we audibly hear that we are God's, even though we can. But in most cases, it's a confirmation in our spirit that we belong to him. And that confirmation is given to us only by Holy Spirit. So the Spirit himself assures us, testifies, bears witness, confirms, communicate to us that our spirit, in our spirit, that we are God's. Don't doubt who you belong to. You are God's. Holy Spirit has already shown you and told you and confirmed that you are his. Holy Spirit testifies. So today we covered five things about Holy Spirit. Number one, he guides. Number two, he strengthens. Number three, he encourages. Number four, he helps believers in their weaknesses. Number, number five, hmm, not, let's start again. Number one, he guides. Number two, he strengthens and encourages. I'm sorry. Number three, he helps believers in their weaknesses. Number four, he intercedes for believers. And number five, he testifies. That's who we fellowship with. That's our paraclete. That's our helper. That's our guide. That's our teacher. That's our comforter. That's the one who's going to lead us into all truth. That's our intercessor. He prays for us. He strengthens us. He guides us. He confirms that we belong to God our Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Now, for the final episode of this three-part series. The person of Holy Spirit, I will talk about the fact that Holy Spirit restrains, that he can be lied to, that he can be resisted, that he can be blasphemed, and he can be vexed and grieved. You can't vex and grieve a thing. That's why we should not refer to Holy Spirit as it. So we thank the Lord for Holy Spirit. Thank you for dwelling and living in us, Father. We are earthen vessels. We are flawed. We are not faithful to you, but you chose to live in us, human vessels. Help us to take care of this temple in which you live to keep it clean and holy. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, to be the Lord of our lives, to continue to be your teacher, our shepherd, our guide, and to continue to confirm and testify that we belong to God our Father. So thank you, thank you for joining me today on another episode of All Things Faith Walk. If you are not a subscriber, subscribe, share this with someone, make a comment, even tell me, give me some testimonies of how you've experienced Holy Spirit as your guide, as your teacher, as your comforter, as your intercessor, as your strength when you are weak. I'd love to hear some of your testimonies. Any questions, feel free to ask. Info at booksbyrosemary.com is the email. Books by Rosemary or Books by Rosemary Downer is Facebook and Instagram. Website is booksbyrosemary.com. Please let me hear from you and we will see each other again on the next episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me and God bless.